Hello everyone, and thank you all for listening to another exciting episode of the Movie Melting Pop Podcast. I say exciting because it is our first ever debate. I'm here with my co-hosts, Austin and Richard. What's up, guys? Hey, how you guys doing? We did it right this time! You did it right. Yes! I had to mentally prepare myself to do it correctly. So, the very last moment, right before he said our names, I'm just like, I can't say anything until he says the order. Yeah. Yeah. I even tried to throw a curveball by putting Austin first. and Yeah, I was surprised about that. I I almost swung, and it would have been a miss, because I'm so used (laughs) to, to me going first, but... That's okay. You know, you can't win them all, so... Well, you're not going to win uh, the debate either. Ooh. You're probably spicy, right. I'm not going to lie you. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not winning this one. Yeah, no, you... <laughs> I've got a... I'm coming in real strong with this, so both of y'all better be prepared. Here's the issue. It's the way that we're critiquing, so it's not... It, it, it's about the arguments that we present, not about yeah. how good of a trilogy The movies themselves. Is. So that yeah. being said, because well, if you if you go based off the trilogy, then we're either all going to have the same. Oh, I win regardless. Extremely of, different. Yeah, opinions. I win regardless of uh, how bad my my debate is. No, I, guess. I would actually disagree. Would you go but, with the yeah. prequels? I ah uh, don't anyway, give away too much. Anyway, uh, thank you all for downloading so much. If you're if you're listening to this and you've been been downloading and listening to all our episodes. The past few weeks, you know, especially just the whole month of December, I've been very happy with how uh, the podcast has been going. I checked. We're up to 33 downloads on our uh, very first episode. Hey, look so at that. Dang, we're almost like a whole college been... classroom. I know. Or I at know. least a Bible college classroom. So whoever's been going back, <laughs> whoever's been going back and, and listening to our very first episode, thank you. It, uh, it means a lot. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it's a lot better nowadays. <laughs> Who knows? It could be worse. Probably. Uh, if any of you guys know us, you know, give us a call and let us know that uh, you listen and tell us how to make it better. Give us some constructive criticism. If you don't know us, you can do the very same thing. I don't know if you guys knew this. Apple Podcasts has this little handy thing called a review. You can go and leave one and tell us all about how much you'd like or dislike this podcast and why. Can you do that on Spotify? I, I have so. no idea. I think there's Wonderful. a way to review. I would probably, but uh, you can also do this thing called rating, where you can give us a star rating, only five stars, please. None of that one star garbage. Always remember five star rating, one star review. And uh, I actually have a bit of a surprise for the guys. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I don't know how much. I don't know if I'm going to... I don't think I will. If I'm going to ever, like, lose my, my voice or get tired or anything. Is that the surprise? I have the Rona currently. What? What? I got the Rona. I'm going to have to hang up. I don't want to catch it. Yeah. I know. Nowadays we are you not probably, together. Uh, nowadays you could probably uh, give it to other people through, through phones or something. Yeah, bro. It is a computer virus. <laughs> nice. Computer virus. Uh, Good one. But, uh, yeah, so I, I have the Rona. Everyone in this household has the Rona. Rough. Hannah Hannah got it. I think she had the first symptoms. 
Then I was the second, then Joe, then Hannah's mom, now her dad. Dang. That sucks. Yeah. So yeah. She life. went and got tested last Tuesday, so almost a week ago. Uh, and because she wasn't feeling good. Then I started getting some symptoms like Wednesday night, like Thursday. And then on Christmas Day, I was just like, <laughs> I was so tired and like sore and achy. Hmm. And now I can't taste or smell. <laughs> Dang, man. See, that would be the worst thing. In my opinion, yeah, it's not it's not that bad at the moment. It would only be bad if it like lasted for a long time. Hmm. So it looks like on Spotify you're not able to leave a rating or review. So if you want to, just hop over on Apple Podcasts and do that. Yeah, yeah. You know that was not the kind of surprise I was expecting. I was hoping it was going to be a lot more. Wait, that was the surprise. What? Yeah, I don't like. You think oh, I thought it was, it was like, like a here's a hundred dollar gift certificate for being on the podcast. No, like, hey, I, man I was hope. hoping you were going to be like our hope. most recent episode got like a hundred downloads, and then I was going to be really surprised. I thought you were going to say like said you were like some like someone at least semi famous listened, yeah. but instead you were yeah. like, yeah, I got Rona. I have a disease. Some, I know someone semi famous who did listen though. Tyler Wright. Okay, I guess he is kind of famous. <laughs> He is. <sighs> All right. This is debate week, like I said. Uh, we are having a debate over uh, which is best. Star Wars, prequels, originals, or sequels. Uh, rip to the poor soul who has the sequels. Uh, here's the who. Who's arguing what? Uh, I have the sequels. <laughs> that is okay. rough. <laughs> uh, it's not Richard, too bad. The sequels are good in their... You know, in their own ways. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how my arguments work out. Richard has the original trilogy, and then Austin I like has... You, I feel like you did that as the... As, like, a handicap. No. I... I didn't pull names out of a hat. I did a random number generator oh, okay. on Google. So, I went prequels, originals, sequels, one, two, three... Mm-hmm. And then me, Richard, Austin, one, two, three. And then I just hit, you know, set the parameters one to three and just. Okay. Interesting. Straight up, way. I saw that and I was like, I'm pretty sure he did this as a handicap for me. He was like, there's no way that this guy's going to have good, good logical reasoning for why the originals are better. So we're just going to give him the originals. <laughs> no, th- th- this was completely ra- by random. See, we hmm. talked last so. week and we discussed him giving me the sequels because I had mentioned that they were, you know. Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was ready to joking. defend him. Yeah. Yeah, I probably should have like told you guys earlier or done it earlier at least. I mean, oh well. Like, I mean, we've all seen yeah. all the movies. We we should be competent enough to be prepared. Yeah. So I hope you guys are prepared, no matter what, because this was by random. Right. Uh, we're gonna have some opening remarks. We're going to have a couple times of rebuttal um, and some closing remarks, and then I will crown a winner, not by who I think actually has the best trilogy or by who uses the biggest vernacular. Word of the day. Or who speaks the longest. It will be who I think had the most persuasive arguments, uh, which will be me. But We can make Hannah listen, tell her to vote. 
She actually just left, so I think oh, she, never mind. <laughs> she either got annoyed already or she got bored. Mm. But Yikes. we'll. I, Star Wars is boring. You for said her. Star Wars one too sense. many times, and she was like, "I'm done." <laughs> I was watching the Clone Wars the other day, the Mortis trilogy. That's going to come back up later in this episode, <laughs> but uh, the Mortis trilogy that I mentioned in our Saturday special, if you listened, uh, and there's a, the second episode starts with. Ahsoka getting captured, and Anakin has to steer the, you know, spacecraft after her and her yep. capturer. And Hannah got mad because the spaceship was annoying. <laughs> so I had to stop watching. So, not that a Star like Wars right, fan. But, uh, let's begin. Okay. Richard, you have the very first opening remark. All right. Well, I feel like I should start with a caveat that uh, I'm not the world's most prepared person, and I am by no means a lawyer or someone who went to school to have these debates. I just enjoy debating you barely people even for went to school. no reason. That's true. Yeah, that's that's pretty true. Um, I'm just going to start with, I think that the originals are the best trilogy, um, mainly just because they are the originals. Um, I think that the way that the movies were put together, especially in the time that they were like the era, uh, of being done pretty much, you know, pre two thousands, uh, for the most part before graphics were able to be kind of where they are now, the way that they were able to structure everything in the originals was just so well done. I mean, obviously, there are certain limitations that they had um, that, you know, especially mainly the, I guess, the sequels um, don't have because of our, you know, the the technological advancements. Um, Because of that, I I think that they have sort of a a technological edge over the originals. But for, for what the originals had to work with, I think that they did a really good job with um, some of the special effects that they they were able to offer. Uh, I think that just the storyline was uh, pretty phenomenal. I mean, the the whole concept of space was kind of going around. Uh, you know, you had Star Trek and, and things like that uh, that were kind of, of big topics, and Star Wars was definitely one of them, and it was one of the, the things that kind of paved the way for sci-fi movies and kind of what sci-fi movies should be. Uh, but I think that the storyline of of the original Star Wars movies was just so so well done. Of you know the the son um, basically kind of having contention with his father, only for the father to uh, be reconciled with the son and ultimately fight for the same same side of good. Uh, I just think that it's a very heartwarming storyline uh, mixed in with some. Pretty pretty good climaxes, pretty good turning points, uh, pretty good plot twists, things like that. Um, overall, I just think that it was a, a pretty a pretty solid uh, uh, trilogy, and so I'd say that that's probably why I like the the originals the best. All right, thank you, Richard. Austin, it is now your turn for your opening remarks. Here we go. So. 
the the prequels get a lot of flack, uh, especially before the sequels came out. Uh, they were deemed to be an unworthy trilogy compared to the original. But I disagree. There is a lot that comes from the prequels that the original did not have. The original kind of hops right into the story. You have a lot of unanswered questions. You are immediately introduced to some very big characters with absolutely no history behind it. And that's one of the main things that the the prequels gives. A lot of the times when you come with prequels to a story like The Hobbit or something like that, it, it gives a lot of history into what happened in the originals and how people got there. And I think that's a huge aspect, especially, especially for the storyline and how Darth Vader comes to be who he is. Darth Vader is introduced as the villain in the originals, but for the prequels, he's introduced as one of the main heroes. He is paired up as a Padawan with uh, one of the best Jedi Knights in basically the universe, uh, especially in this time period. And you can see the story arc of him being this destined Jedi to be the greatest you know, Jedi in the entire galaxy to be one of the most feared villains in the galaxy, to eventually become uh, a redeeming quality in itself and defeating the Emperor. That's in my trilogy. Uh, with that, you also see... Right, that's in the original. That's what I'm saying. But it leads up to that. You get a lot of the history. You get a lot of the building story arc. Uh, that's one of the main aspects. The second main aspect that I think makes the, the prequels one of the better trilogies is the artistic style of it. Uh, it... Given is early 2000s, uh, the CGI wasn't the best, but it gives better scenery, it gives better action, it gives better look into what a f long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away really could have looked like without using robots. Uh, the, the prequels used a lot of CGI, especially for a lot of the more alien-like characters. Uh, Yoda in this trilogy is fully CGI instead of a robot. Um, a lot of the droids are fully cgi instead of robots so it kind of gives more fluidity without using the original lucas style uh that i think is a plus especially for how much goes into it the clone wars are introduced within the first uh couple movies and it would have been hard for the originals to uh do that with robots so i think they did that super well um, but mainly from it, you get to see a lot of lightsaber action. Lightsabers was a huge thing when it was introduced in the originals, and you really didn't get to see a lot of, uh, artistic lightsaber battles as it originally is supposed to be. Uh, lightsabers aren't supposed to be a brute weapon. They're supposed to be, uh, a style choice. There are very different, uh, combat styles that come with lightsabers, and there's a major lack of lightsabers in the original trilogy. In the prequels, you get to see a lot of lightsaber battles between both Sith Lords and Jedi Knights. There's a lot of different styles, there's a lot of different lightsabers, and it's really cool to see all of that come together in uh, three movies. The last main thing that I think sets apart the prequels from the original and the sequels um, is the storyline. The storyline, it shows where Anakin comes from, it introduces... Uh, Obi-Wan as a younger man, it, it introduces for a while Obi-Wan's uh, master for a while, Qui-Gon Jinn, and it just gives this huge story arc that builds into the main story arc that is already there. A lot of times with prequels, they come into issues with continuity, and I don't think there's any continuity errors between 
the first three and the next three, the prequels and the originals. And I think that makes a, a huge impact on the main storyline, the history, and really what the heart of Star Wars is supposed to be uh, without really ruining the storyline. There are some negatives. Uh, the CGI sometimes is awful. The writing isn't always the best in some of the the main lines, uh, especially between Padme, uh, a lot of Anakin's lines when he is uh, growing closer to the dark side. But all of that is overshadowed by the pure artisanal taste of the first three movies. Period. Artisanal? That's a word. Yep. I did say I wasn't going to be grading on who had the best vernacular, so... Just saying. <laughs> I'm glad you get you bonus points. <laughs> <laughs> artisanal was in there. Okay. My turn for the sequels, and... Hold on. Do you guys smell that? I don't, because I have don't, the coronavirus. <laughs> but, uh, do, do you guys smell that? It's anticipation. Oh. In the summer... Thanks, Rocky Horror Picture Show. In the summer of 2015, were the first trailers, the first real trailer for Star Wars, The Force Awakens, was revealed... I remember going into my fall semester at Central Christian College of the Bible, meeting some nice friends, and we all went to go see Star Wars together. I was not sentient in 1999. I was four years old. I was not old enough to go see it because my parents wouldn't let me uh, go see uh, Revenge of the Sith. I couldn't think of it. Revenge of the Sith in 2005. So I, I, my parents wouldn't even let me watch it for another three years, and then even then I didn't watch it for another maybe two years after that. And I'm sure there are many people out there who felt the same way. All three of us. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Critically, these are not the best movies out of these three choices. You can't just give up your position. Man, I'm not giving up my position. I, that's why I put the put it there critically. Critically, these are not the best. But these movies have something that make them the best. Our perceptions. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like let's, heart. Let's, let's, let's think about it like this. Just... Richard started his with the originals were the best because, you know, for the time they were really cool. And yeah, Darth Vader was interesting looking. Um, the droids were unique for the 70s. Yeah, you know what? The prequels were, are, if, the, if they were my choice, I would have picked to argue the prequels. Right. But, I don't have the same feeling towards the prequels that I do towards the sequels. They hit a lot of amazing, amazing lows. They hit some incredible, incredible highs. I think The Rise of Skywalker might be one of the worst movies of 2019. <laughs> I think, I think... The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. There is so much bad and so much good 
But that anticipation I felt when The Force Awakens was coming out is something I have only felt once in my life. And that was for Avengers Endgame. This is You're talking to a dude who saw Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2 at midnight. I saw Infinity War the day it came out. I was so hyped for The Force Awakens. I was even incredibly hyped for The Last Jedi. It holds that place in my heart that when I watch The Force Awakens, I forget about how dumb I think Finn is. I forget... talk about my dog. Yeah, your your dog is really dumb too. I'm sorry, I'm not going to... But it has that redeeming factor of my perception that it makes up that it it shoots off and makes it more interesting whenever the Han Solo and Ben Solo are on that bridge it Before takes away it takes away the Leia force pull <laughs> in the last jedi and it adds on and it adds on when captain holdo rams that ship right through freaking the that Whatever. was an insane no. moment. I loved that moment. It it sh- takes all those stuff and puts it on the back burner and brings in the good stuff. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> different story. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Rise of Skywalker here, okay? No, no, We're no, you have the whole trilogy. <laughs> the Force Awakens <laughs> and, the la- and The Last Jedi. Yeah, you can't just pick two movies. Well, my opening remarks, <laughs> we're not talking about the uh, Rise of Skywalker, okay? There is so much good in this trilogy. And I have such fond memories of coming back to the prayer room after seeing The Force Awakens. And having a half an hour long conversation about what we just witnessed. I thought you were hmm. about to say you went to the prayer room and prayed. Lord, I'm sorry. My eyes had to see that. No. <laughs> that's that's something that I don't think any other like movie series, movie like movie franchise except for the MCU could ever give me. And this sequel trilogy gave it to me. In leaps and pounds. Leaps and bounds. Okay. Leaps and pounds. There we go. That was yeah, tough. I, bet. I would have said it. <laughs> didn't hardly say that with for the first yeah. release. For the re- first rebuttal section, uh, I just want to make it clear what what we're going to do here. Uh, Richard's going to go first. He's going to say his piece. We can kind of throw in our two cents in here and there, but especially you, Austin. Let's remember this is Richard's time yeah. to talk. <laughs> I know I'm going to have to get that reminder later, but... <laughs> yeah, bro, when I'm when I'm freaking pooping on the originals. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Alright, All so right. is it officially Richard, you, you can go first. Yeah, so expound on your points if you can. Hate on our movies and our points if you okay. can. Go right ahead. Alright, so I'll start... I'll start the the order that we kind of went in. Um, the prequels. I have to admit, I'm not just gonna like bash on the prequels. Um, I 
they have a special place in my heart because that were those were like the first Star Wars movies that I did start watching. So I was kind of blessed to have the Star Wars timeline kind of play out in order. Um, like I remember having Phantom Menace on VCR, and I used to watch it. Oh, all yeah, the time. I had the Attack of the Clones on VCR. I watched that all the time too. Hey, we're not supposed to talk. No, we can throw our two cents in. We're just no, you throw. can throw our <laughs> two cents, but you can't. Re- you can't rebut me while I'm rebutting you. Okay. But so I, I like the prequels. I do. Um, the sequels. I I can't say I hated them. But I, those are probably my least favorite out of out of all of the trilogies. But for me, it's like Austin brought up a good point of how the prequels they show the 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 backstory of how we got to the place that we are in episodes four, five, and six. Those movies would have been completely pointless if episodes four, five, and six hadn't been super great. If they hadn't been pretty much the prime of sci-fi movies at that point, nobody would have cared about episodes one, two, and three because if the first trilogy hadn't done well, there would have been no point to expand on it. George Lucas would have taken his you know, money to the bank and said, have a good day, um, and he would have probably given up on the Star Wars uh, storyline. But because of the way that it was all set up and because of those unanswered questions, we were able to get the prequels to answer those questions. As far as the sequels, um, don't get me wrong. I totally agree with your, with your point, Jake, about like the anticipation. When I heard that they were doing new ones, I was skeptical because I think, the fir- I think they were all done by J.J. Abrams, if I'm not mistaken. But um, at, fir- at first, I think yeah, he signed. He was going to do all three. Okay, he did the if, first. If that's movie, what, right? if that's what you mean, yeah, okay. it was him, Ryan Johnson, then him. Yeah, so I was I was skeptical because if I'm not mistaken, he had also done the Star Trek movies of the 2000s, and I wasn't a big fan of those, and so I was a little skeptical. But I did have that anticipation of like, well, let's see how he does with these star wars movies like for me it was like it's hard to mess up a star wars movie because they just had such a dear place in my in my heart and so i did have anticipation uh especially for um the force awakens and then they kind of crapped on it they (laughs) they kind of took my they kind of took my anticipation and crapped on my anticipation and i was like i am not really feeling this uh they they basically started kind of beating a dead horse uh, with some of the things they took the they took the the idea of having a, a friendly robot like companion and they were like well this worked last time let's just do it again and we'll just call it BB8 this time and I was like Bro. you know hold on you hold can on. Adopt I gotta me hold later. on I gotta hold on <laughs> and for me you know I didn't like I said I didn't hate BB8 I didn't hate the the sequels. Um, there were just a lot of things that I, I just wasn't a big fan of, uh, that kind of frustrated me. I didn't like that Han Solo was killed. Um, the way I, the way I saw the, the movies playing out in my head, uh, kind of went according to plan, but kind of not. 
I expected the original people to make comebacks in the sequels. Um, and I just felt like that whole concept was kind of underused. I don't think that they, they used some of the returning people as much as they should have, uh, as much as I would have liked to have seen. And I'm not even talking about, obviously, from the prequels, because all of those people, you know, chronologically, they would have been older, so we would have gotten the Mark Hamels and the uh, Harrison Fords and the Carrie Fishers and, you know, those people. Uh, but I would have liked to have seen them more in that. Uh, the whole, I don't know what you call it, the Leia thing with the Force sucking her out of outer space and saving her life, that kind of crapped on the concept of how the Force works. Uh, especially after, you know, Han Solo had just told Finn that that's not how the Force works, when he basically says, like, oh, why can't we just use the Force to figure out whatever this situation is and get us out of it? And then meanwhile, the Force literally works to fix the situation that Leia's in. And it's not even like she was using the Force. It was just... The Force was just like, you know what? Screw it. Now I'm working for both of the Skywalkers, and suddenly Leia can sort of use the Force, slash the Force can use Leia. So I just wasn't a big fan of whatever that was. Um, and honestly, this is going to sound really contradictory to what you said, but I think that The Rise of Skywalker was arguably one of my favorite ones from the the sequel trilogy. Um, I liked, I liked the redemptive arc of Kylo Ren. I liked watching it play out. I liked his, his fighting sequence with, uh, the Knights of Ren. I liked, I, I liked how, uh, Ray gets empowered by the Jedi of the past. And that's one way that they do incorporate a lot of the, the older people back into the, the sequence. Um, like I said, I would have liked to have seen a lot of them used more, um, but I, I did like I, I did like that they included it. Um, but as far as just the way that the the sequels played out, I just wasn't a huge fan. I didn't like them introducing Snoke only to kill him off and be like, oh yeah, surprise, he was actually really a nobody, super easy to take down, um, and surprise, Palpatine's back, and I just wasn't a huge fan of how everything in the sequels was rushed. And I'm sorry that I kind of mainly crapped on yours and not so much on the prequels, <laughs> but I just, it's because I wouldn't say that, best. but it's because I liked them more than I liked the sequels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I'm doing this just to speed this up. I don't know if you guys have seen. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done with my, already. with my rebuttal point. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, uh, I'll hop right into mine. Um, so, I'm also going to crap a lot on the, the sequels. Uh, we talked about this once before, but this really cool thing was pointed out to me uh, about the sequels. That the main point of uh, Anakin Skywalker's story arc was his redemption at the very end of the sixth movie. That redemption right. came from killing Palpatine. He threw him off uh, basically this ledge. It looked like he blew up, looked like the end of Palpatine forever. Then, at that moment that act redeemed Anakin. And then the whole sequels just bring yeah. back Palpatine and ruin that. So I think that was a really uh, not-so-smart move, especially if they wanted to play off the Skywalker storyline and that arc. 
which was kind of their plan. And that's also something I think they ruined with the sequels. This whole nine uh, movie series is supposed to be about the Skywalker family and how, you know, their family drama basically messes up the universe. And one of the other things that comes with that is how, like Richard said, quick the sequels play out things, introduce characters and kill them off. Ray is very, very slowly introduced. That's one of my biggest issues with episode seven is it's got one of the slowest openings of any of the nine movies. I think Uh, it's very, very dry. It's not really, you know, explaining anything. Uh, People who have seen the movies have been waiting years for a new movie and they are just kind of sitting there in quote unquote anticipation, but I think it's just slow. Another thing that the sequels did that I really didn't appreciate was the whole, who are my parents? My parents are nobodies. My parents were clones made by Palpatine, blah, 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 something like that. Um, So that whole thing was really weird and how she ended up being a Palpatine, which made no sense whatsoever for the storyline to follow a Skywalker. And then it's just, it's super confusing, especially for someone who was waiting for more of a Skywalker storyline of the movies. Uh, We'll get back to the sequels, but originals. The originals are actually not my favorite trilogy. I, I find them very slow. They were great for their time. I feel like for them to be competing with star Trek, I think they did phenomenally for the time period they're made. They were extremely innovative. Uh, Them using set pieces and robots instead of CGI was an insanely smart style choice, especially for money purposes. Um, So I feel like they did really well with that. But, comma, they went too quick into the storyline to leave too many plot holes to... It's very confusing. Uh, There's a couple of lines within the... uh, Within the original three movies that leave, you know, fans with a lot of questions to not have answered for another, like, 20-some years. Uh, One of them was, where the heck did... Ben Solo, not Ben Solo, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi come from. Uh, he's just this kind of old dude who happens to know the Force, and then 1v1's Darth Vader, and in the next scene is just dead. So you're really confused there. Um, there's a lot of style changes with Luke that you have no idea what happens. All of a sudden, between uh, episode 5 and 6, his lightsaber, his lightsaber turns green, which is never really talked about. Um... Within the comics that were introduced a lot later, you can see that Leia, his twin sister, trained with the Force, which is kind of touched upon within the the sequels, how she can use the Force, but it's never talked about within the movies until the point where she basically saves herself, which was also a gray area. Um, Carrie Fisher ended up passing away uh, while making the sequels, so I feel like it was kind of an artistic choice to not just kill her off. Um so it's, it's very hard, and it was probably hard for them to figure out what to do with it. For the storyline, it kind of fit what they did, but it just didn't make sense why they did it that way. Again, with the originals, there's a lot of characters that you see only for a little bit, and then they're gone. Um, Darth Vader, I think, was done very, very well, but um, he could have been done more with. He is supposed to be this insanely powerful uh, Sith Lord, who is one of the highest midichlorian counts of anyone within the universe, midichlorian being the, the Jedi kind of force number, 
And you really don't see him doing a lot within the original three movies. He's kind of a hack and slash guy. He walks in, waves his lightsaber a couple times, and that's it. Uh, but within the uh, the original movies, you can see more of the style of Anakin. Uh, you can see the emotion of Darth Vader as he's being introduced at the end of Episode 3. Uh, there is a movie that is not within our decisions of trilogies or kind of within our rebuttals, but I think that did play um, Darth Vader super well was um, Rogue One. At the very end of Rogue One, it connects directly to Episode 4, and you get to see basically Darth Vader being Darth Vader. He is walking through the hallway, absolutely obliterating people as he's walking through. So I think that painted uh, Darth Vader just in that scene better than half of the originals. Um, Finally, what I would like to talk about is Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is a really cool Sith Lord, and I loved his redemption. It, It was... I think was supposed to mimic the uh, full story arc of Darth Vader, but I think they made a really weird decision to have him be redeemed, fight off the Knights of uh, Ren, which was the coolest thing. Uh, how he connected with Rey, they did an insane fight, they kill off Palpatine, and then he lives, but then he dies. And that's it. That's the end of Kylo Ren. I think that was a really dumb decision. Um, and then they introduce the life force out of nowhere at the end of that movie. Uh, I mean, it's kind of been a concept within the, the star Wars universe already, but for the cinematic universe, for people who don't know much about star Wars, that was introduced and then it was gone. So it's very weird how they did that. Uh, I think they did a lot of things within the sequel intentionally because they're opening back up the universe with more, uh, shows uh, possibly more movies, Disney Plus uh, now owning, well, I mean, Disney now owning Star Wars. Um, they they are just trying to build up the show for a future instead of just making it a solid movie. That's all I got. Okay, now it's my turn to rebut. Um, first, Isn't I, it rebute? I'm going... <laughs> rebut... <laughs> Nice. But I'm going to actually give reasons why the sequel trilogy is so good. I think that my favorite part of the sequel trilogy is its characters and its characterization. I think that is the biggest problem with Star Wars up until the sequel trilogy. Um... People think Darth Vader's really cool, but really he's just kind of this guy in a black suit with a really cool James Earl Jones voice. Um, he doesn't really do that much. He's if, a robot. He's, yeah, he's half guy, half robot. But, you know, he doesn't really do that much, except look threatening. Um, and he's pretty much the best character of the original trilogy. This, you know, the prequel trilogy, you have no one interesting. <laughs> Not true. Are you kidding? Oh, he Darth Ball in the first movie. He has no lines. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, he, uh, he's probably the best, but even then, and, and it's the way Jedi were, and I understand, and in other things, I think, make, you know, enhance the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I really like Ewan McGregor in the role, but 
You know, I wouldn't call his character interesting in the um, prequels. I just think he's you know, probably the best character. And definitely the best character is not Anakin. Uh, let's just throw that out right now. I think... I think the two best characters in all of the Star Wars Skywalker Saga movies are Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, and sequel Luke Skywalker. People didn't like sequel Luke Skywalker. I cannot fathom how that could possibly be. Uh, they had this preconceived notion about who he was or what he's been doing for the past, you know, 20 years. Uh, I'm sorry your dreams didn't come true. Uh, Luke Skywalker is a tragic hero. Uh, I believe in classic literature, you know, especially like classic leak, uh, a tragedy is, you know, when something bad happens to um a a hero and it ends poorly um but a comedy was when something bad would happen um and at the end things would turn around and things would be good again um and so that was kind of like what a tragedy and a comedy were um he's kind of a tragic hero but you could call him a comedic hero in that sense uh Insofar as he's this guy who made a mistake, I think that that is so human and natural for for characters to do. Um, you know, this guy who had learned to rid himself of attachment. You know, that's something crazy. People like say, "Oh, he was gonna kill his nephew, and he was gonna, you know, kill his padawan." Uh, I don't know. You you could say that. But he's a hu- he is a human being in a foreign world, yes. But we that's something that people don't understand about movies is when you watch Star Wars, you don't watch it to go to a you know galaxy far, far away. You're watching you want to watch people like you do stuff in a galaxy far, far away. That's why you know we're not we're not watching you know Kiedi Mundi do stuff. We're not out here watching. Rayla Secura do stuff. We're out here watching Luke do stuff. We want to see ourselves in that galaxy. And ourselves make mistakes. So, you know, Luke made a mistake. And that makes him a good character. When he finds that redemption in himself, when he overcomes his his mental roadblocks, his insecurities, all of that good stuff, that makes him a good character. When he sacrifices for the good of the galaxy, because people rely on him, because Luke Skywalker, you're our only hope, that makes him a good character. Ben Solo, uh, he is also a good character. I think he was sometimes written... His dialogue was written poorly. Um, boy, doesn't the, don't the prequels know a thing or two about that? Uh, oh, hush! <laughs> but uh, you admitted it in your opening remarks. But yeah, I know, but I didn't like it. 
You didn't like to admit it? Yeah. Uh, he has a roller coaster uh, of emotions. Um, you know, b- boy who's still just a boy, still couldn't let go of his, you know, anger problems like his grandfather. And... You know what? I think that also makes him human. And I think that we like to see that. The whole idea of, you know, hating on Ben Solo because you don't like his ending, I can understand, because I'm not sure I really liked it either. Um, More so because I don't like how J.J. Abrams, the direction he took, but I like the turn, and I like the sacrifice of, you know, even if it's something as, I think, as silly as life force. Um, I love the idea that he, you know, gave, he sacrificed his life force. And, you know, through the whole trilogy, they're playing on that idea of Kylo Ren still is fighting, right? You know, he's not an evil guy. He wants he he likes the dark side because it's easy and it makes him powerful, but he's not a bad person. You know he doesn't want to be on the dark side, um, and that the Wreck It Ralph theory and that that sacrifice really cements that personality trait of of his. Uh, I think the whole i think there's one scene in the last jedi that really sells him as a character for me uh is when they're in those gorilla walkers that's what i call them i don't know if that's their actual i don't i don't remember yeah the I, the new versions of the ATATs yeah they have a specific name i don't know what it is but uh and you see luke come out of that you know mining area or, you know, Force Ghost Luke. Mm-hmm. Force Projection Luke, that's what it is. Force Projection Luke. And he w- is yelling at Hux to keep firing. You know, is angry. You know, taking command. And he goes down there to face, you know, his would-be murderer. Um, dark side flowing through him. And, and Luke, through, you know, reattaching himself to the Force... Uh, you know, fights him. And I love that scene. That's another thing I, I'll talk about maybe in the next rebuttal section. Uh, that's such incredible characterization of Kylo, of this dude who's finally, you know, in control and in command and is getting what he, he thinks he wants. Uh, and I think that's good character arc, good character growth. And these are just some examples of what makes Luke and uh, Kylo so good in in this trilogy i'm going to speed speed run through the prequels and originals the prequels uh look you can say all you want jar jar yikes uh i don't like sand yikes um the whole character of anakin yikes uh the originals uh let's go with the whole two Death Star thing, like, they thought that they, like, people hate on the sequel trilogy because they have, you know, Starkiller Base, Ultra Big Death Star, 
you know, Rise of Skywalker, a bunch of small Death Stars. Okay, well, the original trilogy did it twice. <laughs> okay, so let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Uh, I think uh, Ewoks are ridiculous. Not Ewoks. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, you wait, are they Ewoks? Bad about little Ewoks. Little bear creatures. Those are Ewoks, right? Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of Jawas. I'm getting uh, Ewoks. They're cute, but you know. Uh, like, Richard's over here like, oh, I can't believe they brought in another, you know, cute droid. Like, yeah. They originals were, were originals were to full the Battle of, of Endor. Originals were full of them. Uh, just cute sidekicks. Uh, I think that, yeah, maybe maybe the sequels aren't the best. But I, I don't think that they're the worst either. I Let's let's just be clear. Everything that you can hate about the sequels is in the prequels and originals. Uh, okay. Yeah. There, there's ridiculous stuff in all three of them. Okay. Second rebuttal section. Austin, you get to go first this time. So let's start off. Earlier, you talked about nostalgia, Jake. Um, how you remember when the the sequels came out? You watched them with your buddies. I remember when Episode Three came out. I watched it in theaters with my brothers and my grandma, which was absolutely, you know, insane for me because my grandma's like super hardcore Southern Baptist and she's taking me to see this uh, sci-fi, you know, space killer movie. So before G. that movie... Grandma. Yeah. Uh, before that movie came out, I ended up watching uh, the original three and then I watched the first two movies to build up to it. My nostalgia is heavily based in the original three movies, uh, not the original, the, the, the prequels, because I remember when the last one came out. I had so much anticipation building up to that third movie to see the, the peak of Anakin Skywalker right before he turned to the dark side fully becoming Darth Vader. Granted, I already knew about the big spoiler of Anakin uh, you know, Darth Vader being Luke's father, but I was so interested in this universe that to wait for one episode to come out as a kid was insane for me. And then I fell in love with it. I was a Star Wars nerd growing up. I had the lightsabers, the Legos. It has this special place in my heart. Fast forward to college. I remember when episode seven came out. I watched it in theaters. I remember when episode eight came out, watched it in theaters. Remember when episode nine came out, watched it in theaters. I was so ready for these movies that I overlooked a lot of their flaws. When I rewatched them, I realized their flaws. Granted, there were flaws in the first three movies and the original three movies, but I was so upset with a lot of the storyline holes that came with the sequels. We'll get to the originals uh, for my, you know, final little kick in the butt. For the sequels, there are so many unanswered questions that I don't think will get answered. One of them being the Force-sensitive kids at the, the casino. They are mentioned once. The kid has the broom, and that's like the last you ever see of them. It's It's very odd that they did that. The other thing about the sequels is the weird level of romance within these movies. Um, I can't remember the girl's name, uh, but who Ray. is saved or by Rose. Finn. No, not Ray. Rose, yeah. Saved by Finn, they have the most unneeded kiss in the entire Star Wars 9 movies. Yikes. Uh, it's so weird that they did that. Um, 
I think there are some great redeeming qualities of Luke Skywalker, but I was not a fan probably because of my anticipation. I think that they kind of falsely built that anticipation to offer a humanistic person, which, I mean, I see why they did that, but this is not a humanistic thing. Granted, you know, people are people, but this is one of the most powerful Jedi in the world who decided to throw a fit, not train new Jedi, because he was scared that his nephew was turning to the dark side. I think it's it's kind of a poor storyline choice that the sequels took. I feel like they could have done a lot better. Um, like I said before, the whole Ray Palpatine was dumb. The end of the movie where she looks at the Force Ghost and she says, I'm Ray Skywalker. Really, I don't understand why you did that. Um, and... You know where they're going and where they ended these those trilogies and the shows that are coming out. I don't know when we're ever like even going to see Ray again. So I think it was really weird how they introduced that big of a character to not ever really see her again. With the originals, um, you know, there's corny lines in all the movies. I think the originals had a lot of them. Um, I think the introduction of, again, a lot of the characters was unnecessary. The cute droids was a, a motif that was killed from the beginning. Um, I just don't think the originals are the peak of Star Wars. I think the prequels, um, because of how big the fan base already was, the prequels have the biggest hype, the biggest... Um, gain from star wars and they brought the most to the table because everyone who watched star wars as a kid the originals were old enough to understand what was going on with the prequels and everyone who watched the sequels uh who saw the original and the prequels were probably tired about the story to see so much new stuff in the sequels period for the sequels uh Let's let's do it. Let's do a different good thing about the sequels. Uh, I really liked the direction of the sequels. Not not the direction story wise, isn't like the direction they took the story, but like the actual. Though I do like that sometimes. Um, I'm talking about the actual direction of the movies. Uh, I, for the most part, like J.J. Abrams. Um, he has his flaws. He has his benefits. Richard, you said you didn't like his Star Trek movies. I do like the Star Trek movies. Um, granted, I'm not really a Star Trek fan, so maybe there's like some tonal problems with it. You want to talk about tonal problems in Star Trek movies? That Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie they've been talking about. That's going, that would be rough. But, uh, you know, it. I like... His movies, for the most part. Um, and I think, definitely with The Force Awakens, the, you, you, you can see it. Um, his, his qualities shine through. Um, great action. Fast-paced. Um, you know, kind of raising stakes. Uh, you know, some people saw it coming, I didn't. The, di the direction of the movie, uh, stylistically, is great. Um, I love the fact that in the sequels, they use uh, pr puppets as much as possible. Or, you know, body suits as much as possible. 
Can't say that about the prequels, and sometimes to its uh, detriment, it's also untouched by George Lucas's remaster fingers, so there's no weird Jawas and, you know, whatnot in the way uh, of shots, and you don't see animals' booties all over the place, and so, you know, from that, it's, it's sort of like a pristine thing. Uh, and the same thing goes for Rise of Skywalker, though Rise of Skywalker has its story faults. Um, I said this would come back up. I was just reading, you know, Colin Trevorrow's, uh, or just reading some articles about Colin Trevorrow's, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Have you guys heard about it, right? Yeah, what his original script was before was Disney fired him. Yeah, it was called Duel of the Fates. Uh, Duel of the Fates. You know, Duel... Do you know what Duel of the Fates I is, Richard? I would have loved to see that movie. So they went to Duel of the Fates. There was a scene, yeah. apparently... Where, sorry, this bed's super squeaky. Uh, where Ray and Kylo were gonna have like a face-off on Mortis, uh, and he's like, would have been since he's there, insane. he's like channeling this super dark, you know, evil, uh, you know dark side power and he'd already killed and sucked the life force from Darth Plagueis and you know Ray's there and she's got this like crazy you know light side energy flowing through her and she shoots out like purple lightning from her hands would have been insane to watch I I might not have even liked it more but at least it would have been interesting like Rise of Skywalker well, it would have given, like, action. There was, like, no yeah, lightsaber like, action in the sequels. Like, the whole scenes where they just keep, like, force connecting with each other to, like... And Kylo's like, mmm, where are... Like, okay, like, that was nice. But you could have done so much... You could have actually put them together in the same room. That's what The Last Jedi did is... Yeah, they, they were force connecting, but then they right. met in the same room... And the whole scene where they're fighting the Praetorian guards or whatever they're they're called the Red Guards and you know they're like people can hate on that action scene all at once. Yeah. It's an incredibly shot back to direction. Uh, beautiful, you know, with the red and black uh, you know diametrically opposing each other to bring this this cool looking scene. Uh, you know, there's shining the you know, putting the lightsaber through people's faces and. The whole scene where they're, you know, trying to force pull the lightsaber and it splits in half. Like, that that's the stuff that Star Wars should be. Not not maybe, like, stuff in, in the prequels where uh, m- just massive battles like in Attack of the Clones and where the last half, you know, the, I think the Honest Trailer says, you know, a nameless, faceless clone army facing off against, you know, a nameless, faceless droid army, and you just see, you know, lightsabers fly, flailing around from, you know, a hundred yards away. 
That's that shouldn't be what Star Wars is. Star Wars should be maybe a bit more like the originals, where you have three people in a room, right? Like Luke and Darth Vader and the Emperor, and you feel that tension. Or it should be, you know, Snoke and Rey and Kylo in in that room together. You know, and you you can hate on Rise of Skywalker for, you know, m- missing out on that too. I, I'll, I'll understand, but I don't know. It, the the direction is so good, and the story is sometimes even better. That uh, some of the stuff they do in 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 the prequels is only emboldened by the Clone Wars series. Like, if you need a whole series to make your movies better, yikes. You know, if you if you need prequels to tell your story, yikes. This, this is, yeah, this is built upon those movies, but, like, they, they, they stand alone in their, their look... Their direction, their boldness, except for maybe uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and and in like their, I don't even know. I yield. I guess we are at an hour, so if we want to start wrapping things up, yeah, Richard, any last rebuttals? Okay, so for me, as far as like the rebuttals go, um. I do have I do have some rebuttals to give. Uh, as far as Austin's point that he had made out, uh, the originals not really um, explaining much about who Darth Vader was and not really using him to his capacity. Uh, you know, he had mentioned about how he had you know like the highest midichlorian count, uh, but you don't really see it come into play uh, much in the originals. And the issue is is that you don't know midichlorians exist until Qui-Gon randomly explains them in one of the, the prequel episodes. And so when you're just watching these as standalone movies, you don't feel all that out of the loop. Um, to me, I liked what they did uh, because basically to me, it seemed like it, it seemed like you can definitely tell that, you know, Luke and uh, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, they all have uh, a connection with the Force, but it seems that uh, Luke's and Obi-Wan's just seems stronger than Darth Vader's because uh, more so because Darth Vader kind of has this, this darkness. You know, it almost portrays light as being inherently better than dark. Uh, and so I, I preferred the way that that was done. Um, like Jacob mentioned, you know, I liked, I liked a stronger emphasis on the force rather than on lightsaber battles. Um, I think that the lightsaber stuff mainly happened in the prequels because of the timeline, uh, that those were written in, you know, right around the, the late nineties, early two thousands movies were pretty much, if it wasn't like a comedy and if it was an action movie, it was all about 
that kind of brutal, intense fight sequences. Um, you know, that's when you started to get the, the daredevils and, you know, while the Marvel movies weren't great and the comic book, the comic book movies of that era weren't great, you can't say that they didn't have a ton of action and a ton of pretty intense fight scenes. Um, and so I think that the intense lightsaber sword fighting scenes has more so to do with, uh, the timeline of those movies being directed and, and portrayed, uh, rather than it being influential in the storyline. Um, but I know that, or I think, you know, Austin, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you had mentioned that you weren't a huge fan of, uh, characters of the originals kind of seeming to be like I don't know like not nobodies but they just weren't they had no depth to them is what I was saying yeah like, there's no character arc they're just kind of introduced and they're there like you have no decisions right I uh, not decisions I guess you have no like story of where they came right from. so that's kind of what I'm talking about that that was a good part um the issue that I had is that that is also just as present, if not more present, in the prequels. It's like, hey, look, here's Darth Maul. You know, well, why is there a Sith Lord? I thought the Sith were gone. Well, just remember, there's always two of them. Okay, cool. So now we have Darth Maul. Well, surprise, Darth Maul is dead by the end of the first episode. Or at least, that's what we think. You know, obviously, you finish the stories. You know, you get into uh, Rogue One and stuff like that. You see him come back. <coughs> good stuff. Clone, huh? Well, he's in Rogue One. He shows up as like a hologram in Rogue One. But, you know, you, you, regardless, you end up seeing later on that he is still alive. Um, I thought he was in a hologram you're in, only watching the movies, in Solo. It was Solo, that's right. But, regardless, when you watch Episode One, you think he's dead. So, cool. Now they have to get a new Sith Lord because there's always two. So then you, you know, insert episode two, you're introduced to Count Dooku, and you're like, oh, cool, you know, like, this is going to be the Sith Lord that, you know, is really powerful. Well, by the beginning of episode three, he's dead. And so then it's like, okay, episode three, who's going to be the second Sith Lord? That's when we get to Darth Vader uh, being the Sith Lord, more accurately, I guess, in Episode 3, it's Anakin Skywalker who ends up becoming Darth Vader. Um, but, like, there's a lot of characters that don't have depth or background that are just kind of there, but they're meant to be pretty important characters as far as the prequels are concerned. Like, Count Dooku and Darth Maul, those were supposed to be pretty important characters, but they each get killed off pretty quickly. You have General Grievous, who, you know, he's meant to be kind of a you know, a, a big antagonist. He's killed in the exact same episode that he's introduced. And so it's like a lot of the characters that are meant to have depth. I felt like in the prequels don't have any depth because they were just such expendable characters. And I just wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, and with the sequels, I don't know, honestly, Jake, you made some pretty good points about the sequels. Um, still, I don't think that they are, I still don't think that they're they're the best. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of some of the the writing style. Uh, some of the directing I did like. I'll, I'll admit that. Some of the action shots I did like, um, but kind of similar, 
kind of similar with um, the the prequels. I just felt like there were a good amount of things that just didn't seem to get developed as much as I would have liked and played out as much as I would have liked. Um, a lot of things seemed like pretty hasty decisions to randomly throw in. Um, and so it's just, I don't know. To me, to me, the entire sequel trilogy seemed a bit undercooked. Uh, it seemed like they they weren't really sure which direction the movie was going. It seemed like Snoke was played up as being the big bad, um, and then suddenly it wasn't. It was actually Palpatine, who we all thought was dead because that was the whole point of you know Darth Vader's redemptive story, like you know, like Austin had mentioned. Um, it, it seemed like the the sequel was the sequels were pretty undercooked uh, from my perspective, but you know, what do I know? I'm not a professional, so. <laughs> All right. I'm going to count that as your closing remarks as well. So. Awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah, really. So Hold Austin, a long episode. How about uh, you try less, two and a half minutes or less closing remarks? Closing remarks where I think the the prequels are the best? Yeah. <laughs> that is what the episode's about. All right, let me give you let me give you let me give you three three simple sentences. Lightsaber battles, story arcs, history. Lightsabers are a huge thing uh in the Star Wars universe and you get to see a lot of them in this series, well in this trilogy. There is the beginning episode where you get to see Qui-Gon Jinn and the introduction of a double-sided lightsaber from one Darth Maul. Episode 2, you have the Clone Wars where there's so many lightsabers everywhere. It's so much fun. And then you have episode 3, one of the best dueling sequences in all of the trilogies is Obi-Wan versus Anakin while he is struggling with the dark side. They have a lot of lightsaber battles. There's a lot of cool little sequences between them, and you get to see their artisanal, like I said before, styles in those sequences. You're really trying to get extra the next credit thing, for that. You know what? Extra credit is what I live for. The next thing I said was story arc. Story arc is something that was very present in the original, but you only build more upon it in uh, the prequels. You are introduced to a lot of different things in uh, the originals that you are just expounded on in the prequels, such as the Clone Wars, uh, the origin of Obi-Wan, and the origin of Anakin Skywalker. I think these are extremely important to the overall storyline of the Skywalker series and the prequels, in that sense, did a very good job of introducing and showing the uh, the personalities of each character. The last thing I said was history. History plays a lot into the storyline and the story arcs of a lot of characters. You were introduced to um, a lot of different lightsabers, a lot of different people. You are introduced more into the legalistic side of uh, Star Wars. You get to see a lot of the council. You get to see on how they delegate. You get to see the Clone Wars, how they started, kind of how they ended. Uh, You get to see where Sith Lords came from, you get to see the introduction of Palpatine becoming the Emperor, and through that, there's a lot of history that is given from the prequels that the originals did not talk about that all lead into the sequels. Amen. (laughs) Well, the first couple sentences were just the, the, uh, the lightsabers, the history, and the story arc. Yeah, take that, Richard. But yeah, that was about two and a half. 
Okay, closing remarks. Uh, let me, I'm just going to try and run through my points. Sequels, great direction, great characters. Everything that people say is bad about them is just as prevalent in the other two. Uh, I don't know why people prefer, you know, the prequels and originals over the sequels For in that case. Uh, you know, just as in the prequels and originals, the sequels have their faults. Um, mostly story-wise. Uh, but character-wise... No, I, I think the sequels are the, the strongest. Even, you know, Boba Frick is a really good character. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Babu Frick? Babu Frick. Boba, Boba Frick. I was going to uh, say, I'm like, who are you talking about? Boba Fett or Babu? Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't remember his name, but I knew Boba wasn't right, but I said it. Uh, anyway... I think that the prequels are fun with little substance. Um, I think the originals are dated at this point, and uh, you know they were they were good in the time, but yeah, you know, I think in modern sensibilities, you know, we can we can do with you know less. Weird looking Jabba the Hutt. Um, you leave Jabba we can do alone. With, we can do with uh, less weird action scenes, like the way Boba went out. That whole thing just looked weird. Uh, it, you know, it's, movie making is no longer that old. You know. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> that was hard. That was really hard. Okay, time for me to to pick a winner. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. Yikes! I guess I'll have to go with me. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're like, yeah. If I had to pick anybody who had the best argument, it'd be myself. But uh, about a sequel that he didn't even like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I might have even unironically gone like gone with myself because I'm not like gonna go with myself just because i know it'd be wrong i think we should vote and you can't vote for yourself uh, yeah, we, we could do that but i would i would say probably uh austin and i wouldn't i wouldn't give it to myself like unironically anyway just because i hate too much on the la- on rise of skywalker to like make myself believable that i actually thought that the sequels were the best trilogy so yeah, if I didn't hate so much on that movie, who knows? Maybe I maybe I would have given it to myself. But if you if you guys want if you guys want to do that, we can do that. Is that a, is that a yes from all three of you? Yeah, that I win. No, that, <laughs> Austin's not going to challenge it if he just automatically wins. No, that uh, okay. We vote, but you can't be you can't, can't vote, vote for, for yourself. yourself. Uh, I, I'm cool with it. I like the idea. Austin? Yeah. Okay. So have we, have we all decided who uh, who we're going to pick? Yeah. I have my vote. All right. 
So are we going to say the say the person or are we going to say the the trilogy? I think we should just say the person cuz we weren't picking based on yeah, the trilogy, we were picking based on right who presented a good argument. Right. And who refuted well. That's equal. Who's going important. first? Yeah. All right. So on the count of 3, we'll say the name of the person oh. who had the best arguments. I thought we were just All going right. to Nope, that works we... for me. And then we'll just okay. hear, yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's gonna all right. clash, but all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go for it. All right, three, two, one. Austin. Richard. Yes. <laughs> I like the sequels more than the originals, but I liked Richard's argument better than Jake's. Yes. No, that's a straight up lie. As soon as, but uh, as soon I'll as just I overlook it. Yeah, as soon as Jake said that he was voting for you, I was like, well, I'm not going to win. But if I could win Austin's vote, that's all that was going to be important to me. Yikes. Because I knew I was voting for you too, but... <laughs> okay. It's a bit of a long episode. We've had a lot to talk about, but... Uh, I think it's time for what else we watch this week. We're, we're going to really fly through this... Uh, we all watched one of the same movies, so we're going to save that for last, but uh, I watched a new show this week, uh, Jeopardy. You've never As seen you Jeopardy? Can... No, it's a new show for this show. Like, oh. I, I usually don't sit down and wa- like binge watch Jeopardy, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. So, like... So, like... Uh, as you guys can probably guess, <laughs> I'm pretty good, but, uh, yeah, so I, I watched some Jeopardy, watched some sports, been watching some, the the Cavs have been on, so I've watched all the Cavs games, and I've been watching chess videos, I'm learning how to play chess, I got a chess set for Christmas. See, uh, I wasn't so sure if any that you guys... was like, code yeah. for, you've been watching Queen's Gambit. No, <laughs> I've not been watching the Queen's Gambit. Though I, I wasn't might sure someday. if you just didn't want to admit, admit to watching it, Queen's yeah. Gambit or something. No, which I've heard no really good. It. So it's I been wouldn't. like number two or something on Netflix for like the past three weeks. So yeah, but I've actually been learning how to strategically play chess. So if any nice. of you guys want to one v one me in your free time, I'm available. Absolutely not. I, I'm horrible at chess. I'm definitely not well, very good, but. Maybe I'll learn Me so either. that I can try to beat you. Yeah. That'd give you a lot of satisfaction, Richard. It would. I didn't beat you this time. Well, actually, technically I did, but I did beat you in this debate. You because got the second only person who, Yeah, the only person who, who said me was Austin, but we both said Austin, so it doesn't matter. Richard, how about you? Uh, so I watched Supernatural... Um, I've been working on trying to finish it up. I am on the last season, about halfway done. Uh, hopefully, by the time the podcast actually drops, this episode actually drops, uh, I'll be done with it. Uh, I'll also be caught up with... Um, I'm blanking on it. Black Clover. I'll be fully caught up on Black Clover. And by the time this episode drops, I'm going to be done with Cobra Kai Season 3, because I'm going to binge that as soon as it comes out on the 1st. Oh, I'm so, so excited for that. Yeah, once that comes out, I'm going to binge watch that, 
and hopefully be done with that probably in a day. <laughs> All right, and Austin. Um, uh, like you said, we watched Soul. Uh, I feel well, like we I didn't watched actually a lot say that. This week. I just can't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't say oh, that. Never mind. Whoa! Yikes! Well, spoiler alert. Um, but I watched King of Queens, Illuminations, Grinch. Uh, they were both just on. Watch them in the background. There were probably a couple other movies I watched. I just can't remember. Oh, I watched Temple of Doom. Mm. Uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, again, it was just on TV. Um, but I think there's a couple things that I'm forgetting. But I don't think I intentionally watched anything this week. Yeah. Other than the uh, movie I definitely didn't just give the title away to. Yeah. All right. So, as you didn't hear, uh, we watched right. we watched Soul this week, all three of us. Yeah. And uh, we, we kind of gave our our general thoughts. And we were, y'all were getting into some, like, more than general thoughts right before I... Yeah, we were. I cut you off and we had to... Yeah, really. We were getting philosophical. Yeah, maybe we should have just done this episode on Soul and y'all had so much to talk about, I guess. But uh, we were kind of giving our general thoughts. Uh, Richard and I were on the It Was Fine train, but Austin was a bit more on the It Was Really Good train. So... Yep. Uh, you know, it's a Pixar movie, so it's high quality you know good so give it a watch but i even talked to my mom about it because uh, i facetimed her after i had watched it her and my dad and uh they both kind of came to the conclusion that you know kind of like you and i richard it was good but they if they never watched it again it wouldn't bother them yeah for me i'm probably gonna watch it me, again this i thought week. it was good um i would have liked it more if it had followed my expectations but it didn't like plot wise and so because of that i was a little thrown off and so i think that's why i didn't like it as much as i was hoping i would um, but i didn't think it was bad by any means i, I think it was a, a pretty good movie all right time to move on to what's coming next week and uh we're gonna be doing a debate again uh who knows, we might even get a bit more contentious. This is a spicy subject, <laughs> hotly debated. I'm not Ooh. spoiling it. <laughs> Ooh, what could it be? Uh, it's, pick a, it's pick a streaming service. <laughs> you know, all, all the arguments on the internet about which streaming service is better. And with all the new streaming services come out... Yeah. Like uh Discovery Plus is a new thing that's coming out. HBO Max is pretty new. Uh otherwise most of them have been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So uh we don't actually even know how we're gonna like pick the streaming service we're gonna argue for, but that's what's coming next week. Uh so look out for that. And if you are planning on cutting the cable, you'll definitely wanna cut check in, figure out which streaming service is the best. Uh but, you know, this has been a long episode. We're about hour, you know, once I edit it, it should be about an hour and 25 minutes. Longest episode, no, second longest episode, I think, after Tenet. Probably. I think Tenet was longer. But, uh, yeah, so check it back in for that, guys. Thank you all for listening if you made it this far. Hope you like Star Wars and you stayed around for the debate if you didn't. Hope you stuck around anyway if you didn't. Find whatever, you know, <laughs> five-star rating, please, one-star review. Yeah. Uh, 
And if you don't like Star Wars, this was probably a nightmare for you. Yeah, really. An yeah. hour and a half of guys just talking about Star Wars. Hannah's been in here. She hasn't been paying attention. She's probably not even paying attention right now. Don't call her but, out. You know, Leave she, her alone. She's She's been so bored by this, I'm sure. She doesn't even listen to the podcast because it bores her. And this, oh my gosh. this especially bored her. <laughs> so, How reassuring. You've probably heard her moving around and you know, creaking the bed and all that stuff. So... Until next week, guys. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. What a segue into the outro. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, really. I know. I'm, yeah. Well, we'll see y'all. Next I'm pretty week. much Paul Blart. You were watching Paul Blart next week. <laughs> no, I said I'm pretty much Paul Blart. The way I segue. Oh yeah. My oh goodness. my gosh. Thanks for joining <laughs> yeah. us. See you next week. Yeah. Peace out, yeah, everybody. Bye, y'all.